on today's episode of drunk dudes talking wrestling i am in arizona for a wedding this weekend it's um kind of weird because i'm two hours behind joe even though i'm on the west coast i feel like i should be three hours behind but arizona is a weird state uh we're gonna do weekly recap and full gear predictions this week it's not going to be that long of a show and then also when we do the weekly recap we're going to have pseudo survivor series predictions but i think there's only four matches announced for survivor series and one of like the two it, two of them are the war games matches which aren't even filled in yet so really we'll just be talking about those uh some pseudo predictions like i said and nxt had some big announcements this week as well and then yeah predictions for full gear to close out the the show um that's pretty much all i got as always you can follow us on twitter and instagram at ddt russell pod joe are you ready to go yeah oh that's good Welcome to episode 82 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And Joe, let me say this. I, like I said in the intro, I'm in Arizona for a wedding this weekend. We flew out on Wednesday. And we had a big, I don't know, almost four-hour layover in Houston. So Leslie had the bright idea because we... We have one of those credit cards that's like hooked with United Airlines. So we were able to get one of those like one time passes to the United Club. Okay. Have you ever gone into any of these like airline club things? Yeah, it's it's fucking dope. I've never done it until this trip. So we went into the United Club nearest the one nearest to our gate in the houston airport and it was absolutely insane just so obviously like you can there's a lot of seating and you're not crowded by a bunch of people like you are just in normal people world you're not surrounded by a bunch of normals and the thing that got me the most was unlimited all you can eat and all you can drink yeah food and alcohol yeah other than like if you got like premium cocktails or whatever, but like I just got a bunch of beers and I just sat there and drank. And on the flight from Houston to Phoenix, I got hung over and it was just quite the experience for me. Like I've never done one of these like airline club things before. I've, I just didn't realize what I was missing out on. 
Yeah, they're incredible. It was incredible. Incredible. Makes you want to get an Amex card. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Which one? Which one did you did you do a United one? No, I I, I was in. I think I was in the the American one of the American Express ones. Uh, I think I had some kind of low, layover. I was a guest to uh, to somebody that we used to know because um, we went to Vegas and um yeah was that one from hawaii is that where you did it it was it was some yeah we were going from hawaii to vegas and had a layover somewhere probably la yeah it was awesome it's just incredible like i didn't like i knew the things existed but i was always like one like my layovers were never long enough to be like why would i even bother to do that especially like flying from hawaii back to home or home to hawaii like the layovers were always less than two hours so i was always just like why the fuck would i do this yeah and then leslie was finally like well we booked this flight to phoenix we have a four-hour layover in houston and we have this one time like day pass to united club do you want to use it And i was like yeah sure like what's that gonna hurt it was one of the most incredible experiences ever like any anywhere where i can get free food and drink all i can drink and eat like that's that's me in heaven yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty good um so that's that's really all we had to cover this week because there wasn't really much news from the week so we're gonna get right into the weekly recap and finish out the show with our full gear predictions and as we go through the weekly recap we're gonna cover like i said in the intro some pseudo survivor series predictions not a whole lot that's been talked about for this card yet but we will start with smackdown and for some reason they didn't listen to me last week probably because smackdown came out or happened before the show came out last week but the usos in the new day started smackdown last week and it did go the 45 minutes like i thought it should and it was awesome but it did not finish the way that i thought it would joe yeah, I, it didn't finish the way I thought it would either. I thought, uh, I I thought the new day was going to win. There were a couple of times where I was like, "Yes, they have it." Like, I think there was a, I don't know, one or two instances of the midnight hour that they hit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just a really good fucking match, just as we expected it to be. Um, but yeah, I I, I thought that the new day was going to pick up the win so that they could maintain their their. Uh, longest reigning and then i had a different bold prediction later in the night after the new day after the new day lost uh i thought that when the after the backstage segment with roman i thought that he was like gonna say all right we'll we'll take care of this in the ring and they were gonna go out to the ring and he's like okay well if you're so good like yeah you guys are the goats and i just need you to prove it one more time and then there was going to be a match and maybe it was going to be against solo and sammy um, oh my god that would have been so awesome and then they wouldn't have been they, they both would not have been the longest reigning of all time and they would have caused more dispute within the team that was my uh that was my dream booking of, of friday night joe you should write for this company yeah because i feel like that's better than what ended up happening i honestly don't even remember what happened at the end of smackdown i think that's when 
they we found out that who the newest member of the war games match would be but they haven't even announced that the men's war games match is going to be that we have the bloodline who they had all of them out there but sammy well they said the word war does that really matter though yeah i mean if william regal doesn't announce it it's not a war games match war games um i said you said but sammy (laughs) um Damn, that really threw me off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they, so the brawl, like we we kind of figured it would be the brawling brutes, and I had the prediction it would be the new the new day and the brawling brutes that five versus the bloodline those five. So on on Friday, all we had was the bloodline minus Sammy. So those four and the brawling brutes and Drew has now entered the fray. And I'm wondering if it's going to be four on four. I don't think it is. I don't see why it would be, especially since there was the rumor that all both of them are going to be five on five. And also the women's war games match has been confirmed to be five on five. And we know what nine Nine out of the 10 competitors now. So I don't see why that would be any different, but I'm curious now as to like who that fifth member of the face team is going to be. Yeah, or or if they're just gonna leave Sammy out, and I I couldn't see them leaving Sammy out. He's the most over person in the in the faction right now. Over some people Roman. some people are saying Kevin Owens. Uh, I also saw a rumor that he might be hurt, uh, and I saw some other people say Seth Rollins, which wouldn't make any sense. Like I feel like he should have a U.S. title match at the pay per view. Yeah, I think I he don't really does. know. No, maybe not. Maybe he doesn't. No, there's only four matches announced right now. So it's the two War Games matches, Ronda versus. Shotzi, right? Ronda's gonna win that. Ronda versus Shotzi, yeah. And then something else that I don't even know. Fuck, what is it? I don't know. Oh, is it the World Cup final? No. Oh yeah, I think so. For Survivor Series, is it? Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, Survivor Series matches. Oh, yeah. Hold on, I hadn't pulled that up, but no, it's uh Styles versus Finn, which we'll Styles get to Styles versus Finn, yeah. Okay, we'll get to that on Raw. But yeah, there's uh it's it's tough. Like I don't know who that fifth member of the face team is gonna be for the men's war games match. Yeah, I have no fucking idea right now. What else? What else for SmackDown? I did have a note, Joe. There was a weird sign. I I just I note for SmackDown. Okay. Uh, it said Sup Mom. I did see the Sup Mom, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's that was me holding it for that's... Dylan's mom." Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you really, you really, that was you. Yeah, that was me. You and said that. Yeah, I said Sup Mom. Talking to my girl. I honestly think it might have been some weird dude who's into his mom that was saying Sup. Oh, and just like really likes our podcast too. Uh, maybe, but there was no reference to our podcast there. Yeah, the, well, we 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 pretty much have sub trademarked, you know. That is true. I don't. I don't. I don't know. We only have three listeners. Like the odds of that person being a fan of us. Yeah, especially since on. One of them is. Uh, one of them is Audrey Edwards. Definitely Aubrey. Yeah. And uh, another one is Ian Riccoboni. Oh, really? I don't know. Probably. Sounds like something he would do. 
Let's just say that's that's the first time we've mentioned that. Uh, uh, man, I remember like a couple weeks ago, Cesaro was backstage. He had like a backstage interview. I, I only saw this on Twitter, but like he said, like Ian Riccoboni. And everyone was like, why did, why did Claudio say it that way? And Ian Riccoboni uh, replied and was like, that's actually the most accurate way to pronounce my name. <laughs> everyone was like, oh, okay. Sorry, Ian. Cool, dude. Ian Riccoboni. Ian Riccoboni. I don't think he's a listener, though. Ian? No. If they do start doing the Riccoboni... Either they're a listener or they saw that promo. But yeah. We'll just say they 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 listen to the show. Yeah. Um I mean, and why wouldn't you? Our knowledge. Yeah. Lack thereof. Yeah, that's true. We're pretty dumb. That's true, you are. Except uh except when it comes to the predictions part of the show. I'm gonna crush it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, what else for SmackDown? Um, the only like the only other notes I had that didn't have anything to do with matches was, um, Zelina was a big time sup on Friday. Yeah, they had they had um they had all these World Cup matches. Thought there was only one. Uh, well, there was definitely at least one. There was oh. Shinsuke versus Santos, and Braun versus Jinder. Oh yeah, I forgot there was Braun versus Jinder. It was not a match to write home about. Yeah, so we had Nakamura versus Santos, which was Japan versus Mexico, and Braun versus Jinder, which, which was the United Donald States Trump's, versus Yeah, Donald Trump's uh, America versus United States versus Canada. Canada, yeah. But WWE's calling it India, but everyone all the real ones know that Jinder's from Canada. Yes, but they, they're they're really playing this out to be like um, I don't know how many people are even in it. I forget the bracket, but like eight people in it. And they're all from different countries. Yeah, I, I really uh, like the way they're doing it this way as compared to the way they did it last time, which was just they called it a World Cup and then it wasn't actually a World Cup. Also, it's happening like right around the same time as the actual FIFA World Cup. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. I don't know if the last one was. I honestly don't remember, but I can get down with that. I don't it would know. be really. It'd be really cool if they booked the winner of this World Cup to be the same from the same country as the actual of the winner of the actual FIFA World Cup. Or they force them to compete in the finale of the World Cup. Oh, like they force the wrestlers to be in the FIFA World Cup? Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty <laughs> that cool. That would be that would be such a cool twist. Like, could you imagine like Braun Strowman out on a soccer field? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do kicks or flips on the soccer. <laughs> I don't field. need to do any of this flippy dippy bullshit. <laughs> I'll just be the goalie and I'll block everything because I'm a monster. Amongst thanks, Braun. men. Thanks, thanks, Braun. We really appreciate that. You're the best, Braun. You're <laughs> the best big man in the match of Omos versus uh, Braun. And only because he won. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we also got a hint at Bray Wyatt's potential next opponent being, or I guess really next, I say next opponent as if he's like been competing a lot, but like first opponent since the return, LA Knight. Yeah. That that was kind of weird. They had the the logo show up behind him as he was doing a backstage promo and LA Knight kind of talked shit about it. 
Yeah. Um, did anyone? <laughs> yeah. Did anyone say anything about the color of the circle? Because I didn't pay attention to that. No, and I didn't either. I, okay. I, I had completely forgotten that I even talked about that. But like LA Knight was like talking shit about it after he saw it. And he turned around and Bray was there. Yeah. And it was kind of just like, whoa. And I thought it was going to be almost like a recruitment type thing. But it does seem like they're going to have a match. At oh, some yeah. Point. There, it's going to be a match. There was a definite heel face dynamic there. But like, I want to cheer for both of them. Yeah, so do I. And I think that's just because, like, we missed out on LA Knight for so long. We we both we miss LA Knight just like in general. Yes, he's awesome. He's so cool. He's honestly like, like the if they do this long term, the promos between those two could be incredible. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't really know what else. Oh, they did announce Shotzi versus Ronda at Survivor Series. Um, no thank you to that. That I think that was because Shotzi won. Did Shotzi have that match that she won this pat? That was this week. Yeah, she the, she won the like, thing six pack challenge. Yeah, that was dumb. Uh, she won, and Ronda's gonna kill her at Survivor Series. Um, put that down in the biggest uh, font sharpie that you can, Ronda. Yeah, that doesn't need to be a preliminary pick. I'll just, I'll take Ronda now. Yeah, I said that for something else. Uh, Shotzi could be watching. facing like Ronda could lose the title this week, and I'd still pick Ronda to win at Survivor Series. That's how <laughs> confident I am. Um, and then the only other thing is the Sarah Logan and the Viking Raiders are back. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was cool, I guess. I don't this dislike is, it. This is like what the Viking Raiders should be. Yeah, absolutely. They should be dominant heels who... I don't really know. Like, Do we think at this point now that the Viking Raiders might be the ones to take it off the Usos? I. It's fair. I mean, it'd be kind of cool, right? It would be cool. I like them. But at the same time, I'm like, As there's friends. also... There's all there's also like the street profits are still out there, but they faced the Usos a few times. I feel like the Usos during this reign have also beaten the Viking Raiders. Probably. Like it's been that long. Yeah. So I don't really know. And the Usos will probably be in this war games match, which the Viking Raiders won't be part of. I'm excited to see. I hope they say something on Raw about or SmackDown this week about who's that, who the fifth member is so that we can get like a couple or at least one show where they all go at it. And they have to do like the, um, what's it called? The, the, the advantage match where the, the one-on-one match to who gets the advantage or whatever. So they have to at least announce who that fifth member is going to be by raw. I feel like, you know? Yeah. So I don't really know. Maybe tomorrow. Hopefully. Sammy should be back tomorrow, and then Braun Strowman will be added to the match. Please, no. Dude, if it's Braun, I'm going to be so mad. But it's probably going to be Braun, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. It's going to... I mean, I think regardless... Preliminary pick. I'm taking the bloodline regardless. Because of what Chad said so long ago when he was still alive at, I think it was WrestleMania Backlash when they had that six-man tag 
Like the bloodline doesn't lose. That's true. So I'm going to pick the bloodline no matter what. I think I'll write that down in pen. No, I said preliminary to start all of that. Yeah. And this isn't a survivor series prediction show. That's true. So uh, what about rampage Joe? Yeah, I watched it. I watched Rampage really well. I yeah. definitely watched it. Uh, looks like I didn't. Oh, me neither. <laughs> looks like we had a Brian Cage versus Dante Martin match. Skip uh, Bandito and Roosh, which was probably really good. Wait, was that? Oh, actually, I think both of those matches were in this tournament or whatever. Oh, the World Title Eliminator tournament. So yeah, I know Cage right. Cage advanced and Bandito advanced. Yeah, if if those were tournament matches, I don't even fucking know. Mm, yep, didn't care. Don't care at all about that match there. Nyla Rose versus Kayla Sparks. Mm, I would assume Nyla Rose won to give her quote unquote momentum going into her match that she's going to lose. Yeah. Um, and then Orange Cassidy versus, ooh, he's got a nickname now Big Shoddy Lee Johnson. He's always had that nickname. Oh, I just have never cared enough. And that match <laughs> looked like it was bad too. <laughs> Okay, Raw then. Raw then. Um, Mustafa Ali versus Bobby Lashley was a fun match. So, yeah, this this United States title picture, I'm enjoying where we're going with this. It's been a lot of fun so far. There's really four people in the mix now, and we should just talk about this entire thing here. So, right on Monday, we saw Lashley versus Ali. Ali got his ass kicked by Bobby Lashley. And Rollins, he had a main event match against Finn Balor, I think, for the title. And then in the middle of the show, we had Theory versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So, all of this kind of revolves around the United States title picture where Theory, Ali, Lashley... And Rollins are all in the same picture here. I would not mind a fatal four-way match at Survivor Series, which that would be awesome. And I think I know who I would pick for that right now. Um, But Austin Theory had himself a fucking Monday, dude. It was incredible. And I'm kind of coming around to the idea of Theory being a big-time player in the WWE. Yeah, I mean, basically what Triple H did, and everyone was upset with it, but basically what he did is he killed Vince's version of Austin at Theory and then gave him a rebirth, you know? Did you notice what the biggest change between, like, the Vince Austin Theory and this Austin Theory is? His beard. Oh, my, yes, okay, yes. (laughs) He doesn't have this stupid fucking, like, must, like, little goatee thing. Yeah, it was like the he had, he used to have like what like a soul patch and a mustache like and yeah. like and now he's just like he's growing a beard now and he he his match versus Dolph Ziggler so he I think he lost the match actually because he got I disqualified think it was DQ yeah but he fucking destroyed Dolph Ziggler and it was this new side of theory that we've never seen before super angry about everything that's happened in the past few weeks um, especially the cash in or the failed cash in that he had. And he's just going crazy now because he failed and he basically wants to redeem himself. And now he's just, I think he's just going to go on this absolute fucking war path and nothing's going to stop him. 
yeah. not even yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dolph Dolph took a beating. It it looks like they wrote him off TV, but he he already hasn't been on TV, so that was kind of weird. Oh, Dolph, yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, and then and then uh, like continuing on this story for the night, Rollins and Finn in the main event for the United States Championship. Finn trying to, uh, I I'm gonna use this word, but like trying to get some retribution. Uh, against Seth Rollins from I I they still really haven't said but like they said I think that they mentioned the 2016 SummerSlam match where Finn won the Universal Championship but Rollins injured him whatnot uh, Rollins beats him and Theory comes out after the match and just beats the shit out of Rollins again the only thing that's holding me back from picking Austin Theory to if if they are going to do Theory and Rollins, and then possibly adding Ali and Lashley into a United States Championship match at SummerSlam or Survivor Series would be the fact that Theory held up the title at the end of Raw. Oh, yeah, that's true. He did. That would be the only thing because I was literally sitting there like anxiously waiting. Uh, because I watched it the next day. I watched Raw the next day on Hulu, which they only do like an hour and a half version of Raw. So I missed a few things, but I did see that and I was waiting like I. I saw everything and I was like, oh yeah, Theory beats him up. And then he stood over Rollins and I was like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't stop watching now because he might hold up the title. And he did, which as we all know is a bad omen. That's true. He's probably, if he, if he does get a United States championship match at Survivor Series at this point, probably not going to win because he did that. Yeah. He He did just that. that. He did that to himself, you know? Yeah. So uh, what about you? What do you What are you thinking for the United States Championship picture? Yeah, I, th- I think that th- there could honestly be a fatal four way match, and I don't think Bobby's going to win it. No, I, I don't think Mustafa Ali is going to win it. I I think I think though in the order that you're going, I think you're I think you're going in reverse order. Like Bobby would be like for like the worst odds, Mustafa Ali the next worst odds, and yeah, then absolutely. the other two. That, yeah, that's what that's the order I'm going in. <laughs> Uh, and then I would say I'm on, I'm a 50, 50 for, for it really, it really is. It really is. And like, if he didn't hold up the title, I'd be dead set on theory winning. Cause like Rollins doesn't need to hold that title. No, but it is the number one title on raw right now. It is. And they keep alluding to that, which is a good thing. It's, it's good for the title. That yeah. is like the only thing that's hurting the Intercontinental Championship right now is it's definitely not the number one title. Like the tag and universal titles are over that right now. But Gunther's doing a really good job. Especially with that match against Ray a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, like you're absolutely right. Gunther is is fucking crushing it right now. Um yeah, then that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> All right. Um. What about what about the rest of Raw? I do have a few notes from Raw. Uh, I could go over that or whatever you've got. No, go ahead. Uh. So I have some quick notes. Um. One, a uh, co- couple Corey Graves quotes here. Uh. Would you like to do the funny one or the one that makes you look like a genius? Uh, let's go funny and then genius. Okay. So Corey Graves said about the crowd he said most of these people brought their dad and their uncle they only had to buy one ticket (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Now let's let's see why I'm a genius. And then the, the one that said the one that uh, says you're a genius is it's not a quote, but more of something that Corey Graves said. He mentioned uh, he he literally said Kyan Sky. Kyan Sky. Yep. Which is Joe's name for damage control your narrative, aka Dakota Kai and Eo Sky. Yeah. Now he didn't say it in the phrase of like Kai and Tai. Like he was saying Kai and Sky, but it was like so fluid it sounded like Kai and Sky. Like well, Corey, like you had. Corey hasn't been watching uh retro pay-per-views like us, probably. Unless he's one of the listeners and he watched He could them. be a big Kai and Tai fan though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I know I'm not. Even yeah. after the Takamichinoku giant fucking whatever we want to call that at the Royal Rumble two thousand. Where he just destroyed his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then let's see. I have one more quick note I saw. Um, oh, actually, no, the only other notes I have revolve around women's war games, Dexter Loomis and Miz, and then AJ and Finn. Let's start with AJ and Finn. Yeah. So Finn Balor challenges, or no. AJ Styles challenges Finn Balor at to a one-on-one match at Survivor Series. Finn later in the show accepts the challenge. What are we thinking for this? Um I I'm going to well, so I I'd say that that Finn's group has had such a big lead for so long and now they have their equalizer. Uh or sorry, Finn's now Mia is the equalizer for Rhea. So the fact that they brought in three people that have had previously been released tells me that there's got to be some kind of retribution for the OC. And with that being said, I guess I'm going to go with, uh, I'm probably going to go with AJ Styles picking up the win. But I don't know, because Finn's group, Judgment Day, has just had such a good run lately. So I, I honestly, it's it's hard to say. So yeah, I kind of agree with you. I do think at this point, I would probably pick AJ. But I will tell you right now, my my pick will not be AJ and Team Bianca. It will either be AJ and Team uh, Bailey, or it will be Finn and Team Bianca. I don't think I'm gonna pick both sides i don't think judgment day is going to win both uh that's that's fair and i don't think the oc will win both that's true where really like mia yim's not really part of the oc but she's with them and even if i said like team bailey or team damage control winning the war games match would be a win for sorry team uh, damage uh, control what like even if i said control your narrative there you go thank you Mm, yes sorry if i said they won that's not really even like a huge win for the judgment day it's just Rhea picking up a win along with damage control your narrative plus mm. nikki cross yeah that's true so i it it doesn't make a whole lot of logical sense but in in my mind like i can't pick both but i okay. do think if I did pick both, I would definitely get one right. And if I pick the opposite, there's a chance I get both wrong. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of strategy there in the in the predictions. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's uh oh, Dana Brooke got crushed, got 
buried more. I don't think I saw that. So I watch, like I said, I watched <laughs> Raw on Hulu. So they they cut some out. Did they cut all the Baron Corbin and Akira Tozawa stuff out for you? I don't even know about that. Yep. Yeah. So they had like a poker game backstage, and then uh, Akira Tozawa asks him to have a match, and Baron Corbin beats him. And then oddly enough, uh, Akira Tozawa tweeted out a picture of his gi. Yeah, his gi, and said thank the you. Fuck is that? The gi is the the uh, martial arts gear. Oh, yeah. I'm not very cultured. Yeah, well, that's called a gi, and he thankfully said, you are. He said thank you, and it, it kind of almost seemed like he was going to uh, like leave WWE, or there's going to be a character shift for Akira Tozawa, and he's not going to wear the gi anymore. So more to come on that. I like I like Tozawa. I think he's been used wrong for years but like back back when in the cruiserweight title run or title uh chase that he had uh and then eventually winning and i think that was against neville or pack um so many of those guys have been used wrong like yeah tozawa i think tozawa is really good i like i think vince underutilized japanese stars so i could see hunter uh using japanese stars better Yeah, I I mean, like so, so many of them are either like Ali's the only is the only one that I can think of that's being used. Period. Right now, everyone else is either out of the company pack, uh, buddy, buddy Matthews, uh, the other guy that uh, oh Austin Aries, Austin Aries, uh, Enzo Amore, yeah. And then there's like people like uh, Akira Tozawa, Cedric, Cedric Alexander, Alexander like, Ali. I mean, Ali is is kind of relevant right now, but like that's it. Yeah, but he's rel- How did he get relevant? He he got relevant off a storyline of of something that was real of him asking for his release. That's fair, and we don't really know how much longer he will be relevant, or even if he will be, because he gets keeps getting the shit beat out of him by Bobby Lashley right now. Yeah, and that that that's what really makes the underdog story of uh, him winning the you know really really mean something. Yeah, and then like a bunch of other ones are either writers in WWE now, or are just gone. I can't yeah. really think of anyone like Drake Maverick. Um, I don't uh, even I don't even consider Drake Maverick part of that. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I think of a golden age of the cruiserweight championship and that's when it was on raw routinely. And that was the Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, buddy. Those were the days. Yeah. That's like, those were so good. I mean, unfortunately we didn't see a lot of it because we didn't watch 205 live, but, but like (laughs) those, those were the, the, that's like the prime example of great cruiserweight wrestlers that weren't used right. Remember yeah. the remember the Buddy Matthews uh, or Buddy Murphy storyline where he uh, he was just over two hundred five pounds. That was so good. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's like a, that's an easy that's the easiest story ever to write. Is like it's almost like UFC esque where like all those guys and girls like try to cut weight right before the fight. Yeah. And it's it's so easy to like so easy to write that story. Like you just have him be champ, and like every time he's going to make a title defense, he weighs in a day before, or two days before, or a week before, and he's like two pounds over. Yeah, five yeah, pounds. That, over. 
it was really and then good. one he's 10 pounds over and they have to document this whole like oh fuck i gotta lose 10 pounds in a week yeah and and then there was like like the unfortunate thing is that they were always regulated to the pre-show and but that made the pre-show watch worth worth, worth watching for us you know yeah like it was remember two hour pre-shows for me uh, dude <laughs> and all the big pay-per-views i think it, it was mania 33 to 35 like those pre-shows those two hour pre-shows plus like a four and a half to five hour show yeah, it's I think, almost I think like the longest mania was like AEW seven right hours. Now. That's like exactly almost what AEW does right now. Yeah. And we'll get to the full gear predictions, but we're currently not at a 14 match card, which I'm very excited for. I think last I saw earlier today it was at 10. 11 and one pre-show match. Or sorry, or a, pre- one, the pre-show match is one of the 11. Okay. Something got added then. Let me what see what it? got added. Oh, you didn't watch it last night. Don't no no. Don't look it up. I guess you can look it up. It's fine. Oh, wait, what? Oh, that's so weird. What are you okay? Saying? What are you saying is weird? The pre-show match. Oh, okay. Okay. No, okay. So you knew about the elite versus death triangle. Yeah. 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 Spoilers for for Dynamite. I I know what happened on Dynamite. I just okay, didn't cool, watch it. Cool. I just could not find a way to watch it. I tried to watch it today on like streaming services and stuff, and it like wasn't posted yet or anything. Like I just couldn't watch it. But anyways, um, only other thing for Raw was the Miz and Dexter storyline. Yes, I guess. I mean, really, also the women's War Games match, but we've kind of covered that. Mia Yim and Rhea joining the fray. Uh, for the uh, the women's war games match, we still have one more person to join the women's war games match on the face team. I think since it is only one more person, it's probably like you said. I think last week or two weeks ago, probably gonna be Candice LeRae. Yeah, Candice. Well, yeah, she hasn't been on TV for a while, but she's been in a war games match. But so is Raquel Gonzalez or Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah I it definitely would be of either one of those two. But I'm I'm leaning towards Candice LeRae because everyone that's in the women's war games match so far has appeared on Raw, so yeah, it'd probably be Candice yeah. LeRae. Yeah, and the other reason I'm leaning against Ra- Raquel is because they don't need like they already have their two like powerhouse women booked, and that's the that's Rhea Ripley and Mia Yim. So I don't think they're going to bring another powerhouse woman in. Yeah, and then also Bianca's a powerhouse. Let's be that's, honest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it could also be Charlotte. I've basically already covered what my prediction would depend on for that one. What about you? Just if you had to pick it right now, women's war games. Um, let's array in there. I'm gonna go with the heels. Yeah, because you. I mean, it sounds like you're going to kind of what I said. Like you picked AJ, and then you'd have to go with the heels. Yeah. Would that be the the same reason, basically? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I just think that they could use it more than anybody else on the other side. I know. Yeah. Well, damage control needs a win. Yeah. I mean, they just had a win. Your narrative. Damage control, your narrative. Damage control, your narrative. And the last last pay-per-view, I guess. Yeah. Only other thing for Raw, Miz and Dexter. It's happening in two weeks. Um, Somehow he still doesn't have a contract, Dexter Loomis, but he does have music. 
it's the same NXT music, but like if you want people who don't watch NXT to like believe the story or whatever, like you shouldn't be giving the guy that doesn't have an, a quote unquote contract music. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's happening in two weeks. I'm done with this storyline. I want it to be over. It's not good for anybody involved, including the Miz. But it also doesn't hurt the Miz that much because he always does stuff like this. But yeah, it's and, not and, good and it's the Miz. Either. You know, he'll always be that cowardly heel. Yeah, uh, it's really just not good for Johnny and Dexter. Yeah, that's true. Mostly Johnny. All right. Yeah, I I don't want him to be in it. All right, getting into NXT. Um. Yes. This uh this first match really set the tone for the rest of the show. I, oh my I, god! I saw it and I was like, "This is not going to be a good show." And I I said that out loud to Bree. <laughs> Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner NXT Championship. Von Wagner fucking sucks. His matches are boring. Get him out. I don't. I really, really, really do not give a fuck about anything that Von Wagner does. And that's not saying that Braun Breaker puts on excellent matches or anything, but Von Wagner's so bad. Yeah, he's, he's and this match bad. sucked. Bra- Braun Breaker retains, obviously, but like Von Wagner needs so much more work. Yeah, I mean, and then and then you have the like there was a backstage segment after the match where JD Mc, McDonough was still right there with Braun Breaker. So I don't know, maybe that'll be a match at. On December tenth, like, I, like but, well, and also, also Apollo Cruz made it known that he still wants the NXT Championship, so maybe a triple threat. Yeah, I, I just don't care about this title picture right now. Honestly, I'm NXT more interested, title needs a lot. I'm more interested in the A champ. I'm interested in the A champ and these new matches that Shawn Michaels announced. Yeah, yeah. So these are awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's basically an Iron Man match. Or Iron Woman match, but also has like a. It's got a uh, War Games vibe to it. Yeah. Like not cage wise, but like the penalty box thing. Yeah, it's got a penalty box. It's got. So basically, rundown of the match real quick is there's a 45 minute time frame, five competitors. 25. 25? No, I think they said 45 minutes. No, they said. So it's two people starting the ring. And then every five minutes, a new person enters. So that would be there. It's a five person match. So it would be 15 minutes done in the match when the the fifth person enters. And if you get a fall, you get a point. But if you get pinned or you like you lose a fall, I'm pretty. So I know for a fact they said you go to the penalty box for 90 seconds, 90 seconds. But I also think they said you lose a point, right? If you take a fall. I don't think so. Because like then there's like a lot of like, ooh, would you rather be early in the match to get a bunch of falls or would you rather be late in the match so you don't lose points right. or have to be in the penalty box? Let me just read it to you. So five five superstars will compete in, the, in a unique 25-minute match as they battle each other and the clock. Two superstars will start the match, and every five minutes a new superstar will enter the match until all five are in the ring. Okay. The goal is to have the most falls when the clock hits 25 minutes. Yep. Falls can be one at any time via pinfall submission or disqualification. When a superstar scores a fall, they will earn one point. However, when a superstar loses a fall, the superstar must pay a penalty. They'll be forced out of the ring and into the penalty box for 90 seconds. Okay, so there's no losing a point. No. 
Once the 90 seconds are up, the superstar can re-enter the match. The superstar who has scored the most falls when the clock hits 25 minutes will be named the Iron Survivor and be the number one contender for the NXT Championship or the NXT Women's Championship. I mean, I think still regardless, like there's a little bit of like, I, I don't want to say strategy because I feel like they're going to do the quote unquote like random number drawing as far as who enters what what way. But like, would you rather be first or would you rather be last? Because like if you're first, you get more opportunities to score falls. If you're last, you don't get as many opportunities, but you're more fresh. Or they could actually make like they can make it interesting on NXT by doing a uh doing oh, a, like a, a, an eliminator thing like five people oh, like a beat well, they could they i bet they probably do like some sort of beat the clock thing where all five people compete against jobbers or something like that yeah they could do that i was thinking more all five of them in the ring it could be like an over the top thing like over the mm, top yeah, rope yeah, thing. yeah um like i'd rather not know the entrance though i'd rather i'd rather not know what the order is okay viewer okay i don't know it's kind of weird because there is only five people, so I, I I could see both sides. Like once two people enter, like you already know, you should already know going into this match what who the five people are. So like, it, there's not that much mystery to it as there is with like a Royal Rumble, except for like who's going to start and who's going to be the last one, and yeah. why will the woman that will one that enters eh, enters fourth be the one that wins? Oh, really? <laughs> Third or fourth? It's not going to be somebody who, who's been in there since the beginning for at least one of the matches. I'd be willing to bet that in one of the matches, the person who takes the first fall and has to go to the penalty box first wins the match. One of the two matches. Mm, okay. That's my bold prediction for that. But regardless, like I love this. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I was This is about such it. a cool idea. It's original. It's, uh, I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it. Like it's, I'm excited to see it. The only thing I'm not excited about is the fact that it's NXT and the five people in the match might not be who I would want to see. Yeah, that's true. That's the only thing. Like, I can't imagine like having one match where three out of the five people I'm like rooting for to be like a number one contender. Dude, I, I really like the Iron Man matches. Like, one of my memorable matches uh, from the Hardys return to WWE was a 30 minute Iron Man match, uh, tornado tag team rules. Uh, it was the Hardys Mm. and they were, they were not the champs, uh, but it was the Hardys versus I'm pretty sure the bar. And, and that's like a memorable match for me, but not memorable. I feel like I do remember that. Like it ended like five to six or something like that. Yeah. And also they didn't count some falls and the Hardys didn't win. Oh Yeah. The ref missed it or something? Yeah, the ref missed several. <laughs> Dude, yes. I do remember that. Yeah. Like I Holy really shit. I really like the obviously I've I've always been a fan of like tornado tag matches, but then mm-hmm. like you threw the 30 minute uh Iron Man stipulation in there and it was it was on weekly television. It wasn't a pay-per-view match and like that was me like really getting to know the new Hardys and they were still, mm-hmm. they were still good at that point. It was before his knees turned into jello peanut butter, peanut butter. Sorry. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say about these matches is the women's match. I have an early pick of who I think is going to win. And that is based off of 
me looking at the results of NXT and not, and that's like before watching NXT because I saw what this person did on NXT. I do think as an early pick to win this match would be for me, Indy Hartwell. Okay. Yeah. I I, I think I do think, I do think Indy Roxanne and Cora will all be in the match. I do too. And then probably the men's side. I have no idea. A uh, handsome Squidward. Um, Who the fuck is that? I don't, the blonde girl, Tiffany Stratton. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think um, Nikita Lyons will be in it. Oh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Yeah. Okay. Not not ugly. Not handsome. The Squidward. women's match I think will be really good. The men's match is the one I'm like, who are they going to put in this thing that I'm going to care about? Especially if they're doing Cruz, JD, and Braun at Deadline. Yeah, and then obviously there's going to be like a Wesley and Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Carmelo Hayes? Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's a basketball player. I know, I know. So. and I almost said, I I was like, Carmelo Hayes. No, that's not right. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what went on in my head at that point. <laughs> um, <right. laughs> hey, Let's I'm going to pee real quick and we'll get into we'll we'll pick back up with Wesley and Mello. I mean, speaking of Wesley and Carmelo Anthony Hayes, uh, they have a match next week. For the North American Championship, they have their contract signing this week, which Booker T held it fucking down. Yeah, he was like, ain't nobody going to be fighting in this contract signing now can you dig that sucker shucky ducky quack quack (laughs) and that's pretty much all booker t said he actually said a lot but he basically he did he did hold it down like so that it wasn't like a normal contract signing where somebody went through a table he was like ain't nobody going through a table (laughs) (laughs) it was super funny i actually really enjoyed it because of booker t's antics It, it was um, one of the good things so far about Booker T and NXT, and we'll probably get to one of the bad things about Booker T and NXT when we talk about the main event. But what do you think about this? Are you main I mean, event? No, the the contract signing. I would assume you're oh. excited for this match next week. Yeah, it, it should be good. I mean, it's, it's a contract signing, and I don't really care for contract signings. But did you enjoy the fact that nobody got beat up, and it was just a regular ass contract signing? Ass contract signing. No. <laughs> No, I, I like I don't care about contract signings at all. <laughs> and if if there is going to be a contract signing, it's something physical, I guess, is better for me. I do kind of wish sometimes that they would just get rid of contract signings as a whole. Yeah. And just do a promo between the two. Yeah. It could be officiated by one of the commentators or somebody that would like officiate a contract signing. Like a Booker T, like a Michael Cole on the main roster, like a uh, who does Raw, Corey Corey Graves on Raw, something like that, where it's just a promo and Corey Graves basically introduces the two and says the contract's been signed. Now, it basically like a war of words, sort yeah. of. Yeah, I think that would be a, a a lot better and a much better alternative to what is now like what we always do, just basically just contract signing. True. But yeah. Um. What else on NXT? Zoe Stark. Man, she's good at promos. <laughs> Just like we said. Dude, I skipped this whole thing today, 
and I was skipping it in like the slowest uh, fast forward you could do. And I was, I must've sat there for like four minutes. I was like, when the fuck is this thing going to end? So I didn't listen to it at all. I did read about it. And I think even on like Bleacher Report, when they recapped it, like they were like, this went on way too long and it should have just been like a backstage (laughs) thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's not good at promos. If she's going to be uh, a wrestler for WWE, she needs a manager or some work on promos. If she's going to be a heel, like she needs to be better at promos. Heels need to be good at promos. That's true. That's That's fair. Like you can't make it as a heel with a bad promo. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, Indusher versus the Jobbers didn't yep. give a shit about this match. I do give a shit about this, though. What? Oh, nice. Nailed it. Yeah, dude. Um, I kind of have a confession to make. You like Miller Lite better than Bud Light? I like Miller Lite and Coors Light better than Bud Light. Wow. Dude, I don't know what's going on. Not cutting it. <sighs> I'm maybe having a midlife crisis. Yeah, I mean you're pretty much there. I think I'm past that, dude. Oh, damn. 29. I think I'm past my midlife crisis. <laughs> uh, no, just going, just going based off family history. I think I'm past my midlife crisis. But that's a very dark thing to say. Let's not let's not dwell on that. Yeah. Um, Indusher didn't care about them at all. Uh, I will say I am excited for them versus the Creeds. Yeah. That's some like sort of big man tag team wrestling that I can kind of get behind because it is two big men that move like your typical WWE big man versus two quote unquote big men in the creeds that they're not really big men, but they move really well. Yeah. And it should, it should be a, a good mix of styles. We will see when, when it actually happens, if I'm right about that, but I think the match will be good. I'm actually looking forward to it. Okay. Um, Cruz and McDonough had a match. Somehow McDonough lost. Yeah. Happened. I didn't understand that at all. If he's going like at this point in the show, he had already said he's, he, he's like Braun Breaker's not going to be getting rid of him. And then he gets beat by Cruz. And it's like, well, why should you be next? If Cruz just beat you, which kind of goes into the whole triple threat thing. Why I think there's going to be a triple threat at deadline, but we'll see. Cruz has always been an underrated wrestler for me. He is really good. Yeah, I, but I, I think he's about five years too late. Like five years ago, I wanted I, I wanted to cheer for Cruz and wanted him to elevate himself. He's 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 the same. Like good in the ring, not a good character. Not a, yeah. I, and then he had the character where he was the Intercontinental Champion. It kind of worked for him. The Nigerian thing. Yeah, I didn't like it. It, though. it worked for him. It worked for him. But it needed to be more heelish and more like, uh, I don't know, dickish. Uh, he needed to be more like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like, he needed to be more of a heel. God, whatever happened to that guy? The guy he was, oh, Commander Aziz? Yeah. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> he gone, he did. <laughs> no idea. Hopefully he's not actually dead. RIP if he is. I don't think he is, though. I feel like they would have mentioned that. Yeah, probably. Um, what about Scripps, Joe? Scripps is coming next week. Yeah, Scripps Do, is, is coming. Are there any rumors out there about who this guy could be? I have no idea. I've looked it up to try and find out who Scripps is. and I, I have I, not looked it up, so thankfully you did. And, uh, yeah, I can't I can't find any, uh, any like, 
predictions. That's not good. That means it's going to be not what we thought about a few weeks ago when he first put out his message. It's probably going to be somebody new that we don't care about and that we don't even know. Who did you think it was going to be? I didn't have a thought. I was just like, we were just thinking like, could it be, is it going to be someone from the PC that we've never seen before? Or is it going to be like a returning superstar that we haven't seen in a while that's going either back to NXT or that they re-signed? Yeah, I have no idea. And at this point, it's, I feel like since there's no rumors out there, I feel like it's leaning towards somebody from the PC that we just don't know and that we don't care about. And that's going to suck. If it's somebody that I don't care about. Yeah. He could do really well with it. But jury's out on that, obviously. Yeah. Um, the only other thing would be the main event then. Unless you got something else. No, you're good. Last woman standing, Manny Rose, Alba Fire. Now, there was one thing. And I didn't notice it during this match. Part of it was because I was walking around the Airbnb that I'm in now while I was watching it this morning, doing stuff while this match was on. And something that the Bleacher Report recap said about this match was one of the announcers during this match, and tell me that if this is true or false or if you heard it or you didn't hear it. If you didn't hear it, then this could be false. But one of the announcers said during this match that Mandy Rose doesn't need help to win or something like that. Yeah. So that did happen? Yeah. And then, uh, well, she got help. Not help that I don't, uh, not help that I think she wanted during this match, but she got help and she won the match. But I I don't know who it was help by. I don't know who this chick is. Isla or Isla Dawn? Isla Dawn? I don't know who that is. I don't either, but. uh... We're we're both really dumb. Let's just, let's just, let's start this conversation by saying we're both really dumb. I need a I need a re- reciprocation if you're if you think I'm right or wrong. I said don't know who she is, but sup, and then you you ignored me. Oh, didn't hear that. I apologize. I didn't really get a good look at her. So <laughs> sure, dude. Have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, jury's out on on my vote for that. Uh, probably not for me. Not a. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't nah. know who it is. No, nah, I'm never. I take. I rescind heard, it. I will say. I heard. I've heard the name before. Isla. I, or I, no, I, I rescind it. I. Uh, Regard. Okay. I sure. disagree with my original take. Sure, Joe thinks Isla Dawn or Isla Dawn is the hottest woman alive. But no, I rescinded it, dude. No, that's fine. If you oh, think okay. that. apparently she's from NXT UK. That makes a lot of sense. That I, that's why I've heard the name before. Okay. Okay. But either way, last woman standing, there was uh, it was basically Mandy Rose on the announce table and Alba Fire was going to jump off of a ladder through the table and try to end it. And Dawn showed up like maced Alba Fire in the face and then put her through the table. And that was it. Mandy was able to stand up at like nine or something like that. Yeah. Um. The only thing that I wanted out of this match was more time. Like, I don't know how it was watching it live, but when I was watching it on Hulu next day, or I guess this morning, which would be Thursday morning, so two days after, uh, when the match started, there was only like 
I don't know, 15 or 16 minutes left in the broadcast. And even with commercial breaks, like I don't think that's long enough for a last woman standing match, in my no. opinion. No. And that was like before entrances. So in reality, they probably only got like 13 or 14 minutes. And that's, once again, for a last woman standing match. Not enough time. Ladies need more time. Yeah. I will say, Booker, you, uh, you, I think you alluded to it before when you talked about Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> Booker T was ready to bust a nut during this match. Dude, I had it like I was barely listening, but every I swear, dude, every time he mentioned Mandy Rose's name, it sounded like he was about to fucking come. Yeah, he was worse than uh, <laughs> what's his, uh, than uh, the other guy, uh, Barrett, Wade Barrett. Oh, Wade Barrett talking about Mandy Rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, dude, he was so it was all it almost got to the point of annoyance. And I, like I said, I was barely watching the match. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Booker T, you did great in the contract signing thing, in my opinion. And then in this match, everything fell apart for you. <laughs> he just. Yeah. I don't know. He wants Mandy Rose and uh, Queen Charmel probably has a lot to say about that. Yeah, I'll just say that. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, anything else for NXT? Uh, no. All right. Uh, we can get into Dynamite and just kind of talk about our predictions here and close it out. Um, I feel like everything on Dynamite had something to do with the the show. So we could actually just get into the predictions and like as we get into the predictions, talk about what happened on Dynamite. If you want, Joe. Yeah, for sure. All right. What match do you want to talk about first? For full gear? Yeah. Uh I already put mine in order. Yeah, let's go with the let's go with the pre pregame pre pre-show match. There we go. Sorry, I haven't been drinking a lot and I'm on beer four. So I've been oh, drinking no, since oh. like Oh my god! What time no, is it? No, it I mean, is, I, I mean, like in the past week, I haven't been drinking a lot, and then oh, I'm almost six, on my fourth beer. It's six forty-two Arizona time here, and it's uh, I've been drinking since I think nine a.m. a.m. nine or ten. Yeah, it's it's been quite a day. I love being on vacation, but yeah, let's start with the pre-show match since I haven't, um talked about that i will go ahead so i i was under the impression so the pre-show match right now is brian cage versus either lance archer or ricky starks and it's the eliminator tournament semifinals. so Mm -hmm. i was very much under the impression when i made my predictions that the finals would be at full gear like they have been i thought so too i don't know what happened but now it's a semi-final match and they're going to do the finals on next week's Dynamite. And then, obviously, okay. the winner of the tournament will face the champion at that time at Winter is Coming, which is a show, a weekly show they do every year. So right it now... Sounds it's like just bad math. Yeah, it's Brian Cage versus <laughs> Lance Archer or Ricky Starks. Kind of hard to so, predict when there's an or. So it's an unofficial pick right now because the match is an official. But... 
I already actually had this written down because I thought it would be Ethan Page versus one of these three people at Full Gear. And I will tell you right now who I already picked unofficially, and that's Ricky Starks. I got Ricky Starks as well. I think Ricky Starks is going to have a world title match. I think he's due for a big push, legitimate push, not a like get him out of the company push like we want for Von Wagner. And I'm excited for that. I think Ricky Starks will get a huge face uh, reaction, and I really want that. I think he'll beat Lance Archer on Friday. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Rampage. yeah, Friday at Rampage. Because the next day is is full gear. <laughs> yeah, and then full gear he faces Brian pa- Brian Cage. I almost said Page. Um, I I don't I can't see a world where it's Brian Cage versus Ethan Page. I've seen crazier things, and that stuff also rhymes Cage and Page. But yeah, I think it's gonna be Ricky Starks. I don't think Ethan Page is winning this tournament, but I also think that has a lot to do with my main event prediction and why I think a face will win this tournament. So Ricky Starks has to win. Yeah. I I also had Ricky Starks as the winner of this match. Um, Yeah. You get next. All right. Hold on. I'm going to write down your stuff as you say it. Okay. Ricky. Well, so that I don't have to no, text you I, for your no, picks. I, I know, I know. Ricky Starks unofficial pick. Parenthesis. All right. Um, next match. I don't know if we saw anything about this on Dynamite this week, but I'm gonna go with something easy. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. Joe, who do you have and why? Uh, I got Sting and Darby Allen. There's no reason for Jeff Jarrett to win. And Sting's never lost a pay-per-view match or maybe ever a match in AEW. So why do you have Sting and Darby Allen? Uh, the same reasons. Sting's never lost on pay-per-view, to my knowledge. So why would why would he lose here? Why would he lose to fucking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal? With who would I I would presume accompanying them to the ring would be Sanjay Butt and Sodom <laughs> Singh, but they're not on the card. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal wink, wink. couldn't even beat uh, Ric Flair and uh, Andrade. Andrade. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that was Ric Flair's last match, but yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, okay, next match. Uh, next match is Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Who do you have and why? I'm going to pick Jade Cargill is like the Usos and Roman Reigns. I'm going to pick her till she loses Jade Cargill by a million. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Jade Cargill. Um, there's a chance that eventually I do pick Jade Cargill to lose. I think I have picked her to lose in the past. I think to Athena, but it would only be to someone who I think she would actually legitimately lose to. And Nyla Rose is not that person. Nyla Rose has, has the actual title belt right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And there is nothing legitimate standing behind her having the title belt. The only thing that is, other than that, she stole it. 
yeah, she stole it. Then nothing legitimate. Uh, that being said, I think Nyla Rose is going to win and actually have a standing there. What? Yup. Joe Seth. Yeah. Joe going with Nyla Rose. That's a a head scratcher. Was there anything on Wednesday about this? No, it's just I didn't see anything. No, there's nothing. I'm not, like this is my pick. I don't think it's a good one. Um and I picked it because I'm an idiot. Okay. Uh your words not mine, but good. Next match. Something else I also don't believe we saw anything about on Wednesday. Uh, it would be a steel cage match between Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Luchasaurus, who, as far as the Wikipedia page is concerned, will not be accompanied by anybody. That Just is, saying. That is true. That That is what it says right now. Right now. But, Joe, who do you have and why? Jungle Boy, because Luchasaurus is an asshole, and so is, so is Christian. Yeah, I don't understand why anyone would pick against Jungle Boy here. Uh, I also looked at the betting odds today. Jungle Boy is a huge favorite. Yeah. Why wouldn't you pick Jungle Boy here? It makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't think we saw anything about this on Wednesday. We're basically saving all the Wednesday stuff for the end, I think. Yeah. I think the rest of the matches had something on Wednesday. Something associated with them, but mm-hmm. I think other than the women, maybe the women's title match, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, it's Jungle Boy for sure. I'm gonna go with the next least relevant to me. Oh, I, I guess. Uh, I'm picking. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of what would be the least relevant. Yeah, to no, you. no. I, I said that and I shouldn't have said it. But uh, for, me, gonna it's, be the women's for me, match. it's Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Oh, okay. I was going to go with number six on, on the Wikipedia page, but. Number six. That is what <laughs> I, that's what I thought you were going to go with. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Tony versus Jamie because I don't really care about this match. Okay. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, Joe. Um. So we had Tony Storm versus what was advertised, I think, to be the bunny on Dynamite. And then it ended up being Tony Storm versus Anna J AS. And I think Tony Storm won. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I I can't bring myself to pick Jamie Hayter. She's not in that women's champ. Like I think her big moment would be winning the title. Or be or like beating Britt Baker to win the title. Oh, you know. So like, well, I, I, I thought you were gonna say Rosa because as like, or, it's important yeah, to remember I mean, that Tony Storm is not the actual champ right now. That's true. So like, I think I think Tony. Yeah, I mean, even you saying that now, like, I think Tony Storm will hold the title until Thunder Rosa gets back. They have some sort of tiff and they have a match, and the winner out of that. I mean, uh, I think Jamie Hayter's time will come eventually, but it's not right now. I'm I'm picking uh, Tony Storm to win. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say that uh, Jamie Hayter is over as fuck right now, and I'll say Ex- that yeah, definitely. Like I'll say that based on the fact that I was at the live show and everyone was cheering for Jamie Hayter over whoever she faced that week. Um, but. I, I my my prediction even before you said it was 
was based on the fact that Tony Storm and Nyla or sorry, not Nyla Rose, uh, Thunder Rosa had beef even before Thunder went away because mm-hmm. Tony became the number one contender or something like that. Um, so I think that they're going to continue that storyline. Tony Storm is going to have the champion versus champion match versus Thunder Rosa. So Jamie Hader is going to lose here. Yeah, it almost has to happen. I don't I don't know when Thunder Rosa is supposed to come back, but like I don't know either. The interim thing like she she needs to be back soon. Yeah. I don't know if, why she's gone, honestly. If she's not back by Revolution, like they need to just say Tony Storm is the champ. Yeah, that's fair. Like that would be that would be two full pay-per-views in between and like you can't like you just can't do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the next match, then Joseph. Uh, let's go with an intriguing one here, one that we predicted would show up on the card, and it showed up on the card yesterday. Uh, triple trip match for the TNT Championship: Wardlow, Samoa Joe, and Powerhouse Hobbs inserted into the title picture as well. Joseph, who do you have and why? I'm going to go by deduction on this one. Samoa Joe is not going to win the title because he already has a title. He's not going to be a champ champ. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's old. He's there to elevate younger talent. Wardlow's been the champ forever and Ooh. hasn't really done anything. I'm going with Hobbs. No way. I will say I was 50-50 between Hobbs and Wardlow, and I just I don't know what it was, but I couldn't bring myself to pick Powerhouse Hobbs. That's fair. It's it like it might be a bad pick for me, but that's in my opinion, it was 50-50 between those two. Like, yeah, I agree with you. 0% chance Smojo is going to win. He might take the pin. Um, I, it, It's, it's going to be... I think this is going to be a very good match because kind of what, what I talked about last week, like these are all three very good wrestlers, very good big men wrestlers, can move, can move around in the ring very quickly. They're very agile. And even Samoa Joe in his old age in a triple threat match, triple threat match, he they, they can hide that old age. Yeah, absolutely. By having the third competitor, like we talked about last week, I think this is gonna be a very good match. But yeah, I, it's it's kind of it was kind of deduction for me. Like Samoa Joe definitely not gonna win, and then fifty fifty coin toss. Like I'm gonna pick the champ. So so here's something else I'll say, Samoa Joe. And Wardlow are going to go at each other hard, and they're going to wear themselves Whoa. out hard. Whoa, wear each other out hard. Boner, I guess boner match. Uh, did you say boner <laughs> match? Well, you said hard a lot. Actually, you said yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. So I think I think that they're, they're going to be hard. <laughs> I think that they're going to go go at each other hard. <laughs> uh, and I think Powerhouse Hobbs is just not going to be worn out because of it. Uh, they had the whole Ward Joe uh storyline, and because of that, it makes sense. Your pick makes sense that Wardlow would win. He would come out on top of Samoa Joe in in this super hard match. But I <laughs> I just think that Powerhouse Hobbs is kind of just going to be ignored and not be tired because of it, and he's going to pick up the win. Let me tell you what I want to see out of this match, Joe. Other boners. than a boner, other than a boner, it's a Powerhouse Hobbs win. I want to see that. Yeah. Don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it, unfortunately. But I, yeah, I, I want to see that really bad. Not the boners. <laughs> Speaking of boners, please don't. 
Please the don't. <laughs> okay. The okay. <laughs> <to serve>. I thought you were going to say what I thought you were going to say there. Oh, I definitely was not going to say that. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> okay. The, right, uh, I already the... said it, so let's keep on going with Acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory. Um, The Acclaim just won it from Swerve in Our Glory. I don't see any reason why the Acclaim don't win this match. Um, Even if there are boners in this match. Uh... We'll see what Joe has to say about how hard they're going to be, but <laughs> I'm taking the acclaimed. Mm, yeah, uh, the acclaimed is going to win. Uh, that's and that's and I'm saying that despite the awful music video with Captain Insano this week. That was so bad. It was so good. I did enjoy that. It was so good. People fucking hated it, by the way. Like so, really, I didn't like it. We haven't talked about that good. People, well, no, the music video wasn't that good, but people hated the fact that Captain Insano was there. Like they were oh, that how- that part. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people being like uh, Paul White's being underutilized in AEW. Like, dude, the dude's almost like 50 years old and retired. Like, stop giving a fuck about how AEW uses big show slash well, Paul yeah, White. They called and it just embarrassing. Like, they called it pathetic. Like, no, this just is, smile this at is the wrestling. Fact, yeah, just <laughs> smile at the fact that he's still being used, period. If yeah. you're a big show fan. Yeah, like, no, it's not even that. It's just funny, dude. Like, yeah. Waterboy was funny, and, the, and they were saying no, that... There was no mercy. Yeah. It's funny. And they were saying it was <laughs> embarrassing and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't even the underutilized stuff, because, yeah, you shouldn't be utilizing Paul White in exactly. the ring, in my opinion. <laughs> it shouldn't it, be utilizing him at all. You should be thankful he's he's on screen ever, not in a commentary role. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was... We knew that Insano was coming back. And this was this was a this was funny. It was. Yeah. The rest of the music video wasn't, and I think yeah, that it, the acclaim should stick with the, the acclaim should stick with the pre-match or like entrance raps. Because that's what Max Caster's good at. The the music video was not that good. Yeah. Uh but that being said, I don't know if I actually said it. The acclaimed is going to win. Uh yeah. Swerve and our no glory doubt. is going to break up. Ooh, uh, there's just no reason for them to be a tag team. There's so there many, really is. There's there's so many like it's a very WWE tag team where it's just like two guys thrown together, and both of them are single stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that being said, I think Swerve is a TNT title guy and Keith Lee is a AEW title guy, but yeah, I could see that. The acclaimed, that sure. The acclaimed is going to win. Okay. Um, let's move on to the match that Joe probably wanted to talk about last <laughs> last time. Um, singles match, return match. It's Dr. Britt Baker, a DMD versus Soraya. Joe, who do you have in mind? Soraya, because. Yeah, me too. It's a return match after five years. I don't know like why someone wouldn't pick Soraya here because of the return match aspect. Britt Baker doesn't need to win. It would be like there's also something in the story of Britt and and Jamie Hayter both losing their matches where there could be some sort of story there yeah. that you could look at. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, just having Soraya lose her, her comeback match, 
it's good that they're having it versus Britt Baker because Britt Baker is somebody that could afford to lose. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and she it was not hurt so her at long, all. You know, it wouldn't hurt her at all. So, agree. Yeah, Soraya for sure. All right, I think three matches to go. Next match I'll go with is Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. It's a fatal four-way match for the Ring of Honor Championship. Yeah, so I know who Joe's picking for this. Do you? Danielson. I don't know. I, don't know who I think Joe's for. picking Danielson for this. I think he said it last week. Joe's going to pick Danielson. Um, I thought long and hard not with a boner, mm. about picking Danielson here, even though I've given Joe a lot of shit about Brian Danielson never winning another title in his career because he doesn't need to. Stupid. And I thought, what kind of man would I be if I picked Brian Danielson here and didn't pick Chris Jericho? Because those are the only two people in this match that are going that have a possibility of winning. Let's yeah, be honest. That's true. That's true. We saw a tag team match last night. On Dynamite, where Claudio Castagnoli tapped Chris Jericho out using, I think, the sharpshooter. And him and Danielson won a tag team match against Jericho and Sammy. So, in those sort of, if I'm using predictions logic, after watching that match, Chris Jericho is going to win this match. And he's going to continue his reign of fighting and facing former Ring of Honor champions. Okay, so if you're using that logic, but is there a but? No, I'm picking Chris Jericho. Oh, I I got Brian Danielson. Yeah, I know you too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that before before you said that, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> You've said it so many times. You think Danielson's going to win the t- the title here? I do. I do. He's going to win the title. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it comes down to either one of those two. And I think that's like the toughest match. I honestly think that's the toughest match on the card to predict in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think the other really tough one is the TNT title and the, maybe another tough one would be honestly jungle boy and Luchasaurus. Cause I really could see Luchasaurus winning that in all honesty, but I think those are the toughest ones here. Um, and possibly even the next match we're going to talk about, Joe. Six-man, trios, tag team titles on the line. This match just got announced last night on Dynamite. It's Death Triangle versus the returning Elite. The actual hardest match for me to predict. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Who do you have and why, Joe? Is it okay to say I don't know? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, In that case... Oh fuck. <laughs> uh in that case I have Death Triangle. Yeah? No. I don't know. I I I just I don't see the elite coming back strong here for some reason. I feel like I I see them coming back with a loss. And for that reason, I, I picked Death Triangle. The thing is is like I could totally see it, and this is the only match on the card that I picked who I wanted to win, and the, who I want to win is the Elite, 
but it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I think the thing that makes sense the most is Death Triangle wins. I think so too. I think it makes sense that they win, but I agree with you. I do want them. I I want the elite to win. The thing is, there's a, there's a huge story that could come out of the elite losing. losing. Yeah, exactly. If the elite. If the elite wins, all they do is they're now just in the trio's title picture again. But how how lazy would that be storytelling wise? If the elite won, it's like the elite won, lazy. It'd be the, very lazy. It'd be the elite won the inaugural inaugural championships, and then they got suspended a day later, and then they won again, and then they win it right back. Meaning that like that 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 puts the is uh, trans in transitional. No, I didn't. That that didn't sound right. That puts the <laughs> positional and transitional. Um. <laughs> there you go. That's that's better. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded worse than I wanted it to. Uh, but yeah, that that puts positional and the transitional. Like, like that that literally means to me that they had no idea what to do with the titles after the elite lost them, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we'll just put it on Death Triangle." But they're, and all they've been doing is defending and winning. Yeah. So, in so no storyline matches. So the laziest storytelling I could see is the elite picking the win up right away. The most complex storytelling I could see is the elite coming back, losing, and there being dissension between them, between these broken characters, if you will, uh, because because of the loss. Yeah, like I know I said before this, like I said, I picked what I wanted to see. And quite honestly, I want to see the elite lose and there be a better story out of it. But I also want to see the elite win because I like the elite. And I like the elite too. AEW is worse off when the elite is not there. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. If the elite are champions, then they are around more often, but they'll be around regardless. Like once they're back, they're back. So. Yeah, like I'm I'm still picking the elite because I'm not wavering off of my picks, mostly because Chad's not here to um He's better uh, at convincing you. He's better at convincing me. And <laughs> I will say that he the talk better the talk we just had about like how the elite losing would be way better a way better story. I'll say it right now, if I lose because of this match, if I lose the title because of this match and the and Death Triangle wins. And we get this awesome elite storyline. I would not feel bad at all because we have Survivor Series the following week. I'll just win the title then. Sure, you will. Back from Leslie. Let let's let's just also let's just also state the fact that Leslie's currently the champ. I don't think we said that after Crown Jewel. Leslie won the fucking championship after Crown Jewel, which is like we've always said. Like when it's when it's someone who doesn't normally watch wrestling that wins a championship, it just sucks because. The only time Leslie watches wrestling is when I do. And I watch it way more often than she does. And it's just honestly a little bit disheartening when she does better than 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 I do. It's it's tough. But you know what? Congratulations to Leslie. And that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say. That's it. Um, I forget. I think I introduced that match, Joe. So uh you want to go ahead and introduce the main event? Yeah, the main event of... Uh, oh, why I'm picking MJF? Why are you picking MJF, Dylan? Versus, <laughs> in, in the match of John Moxley versus MJF, why are you picking MJF? Because I've been saying forever that MJF is the next champion. 
And if MJF doesn't win here, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, no, John, like, John Moxley's losing. I think the worst thing that AEW could do coming out of this pay-per-view is one, the elite winning. <laughs> yeah. Which I predicted to happen. Uh, and two, John Moxley winning. Yeah, I agree with you. Like on both of those. If Moxley wins, what are we I doing? just I like what 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 is all of this been for? What is this giant storyline with MJF and the the firm and the 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 casino ladder match and the big return and is MJF a face? Is he a heel? Is what what are we doing here? Like what is all of this for? Is Moxley ever going to take a vacation? Or who the fuck knows? He like, deserves his vacation. He deserves a vacation. MJF has to win here. Yeah. Tell me I'm right, Joe. Y- you're right. MJF right, is so going to, is MJF. going to win. I don't know if you have any other insight into that, but like No, no, you said it. It's I, like why I the feel, why the fuck would MJF lose? It really doesn't make any sense if he loses. And I will be very excited to see him win the AEW championship. We we saw the promos this week, um, him and Moxley, and then there was also the uh like promo after dynamite. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter or not, Joe, but like MJF cut like a super face promo after dynamite and uh, basically like thanked Tony Khan, despite their uh, and Tony Khan was in the ring with him and was like thanking Tony Khan and praising Tony Khan in his promo off the, off the air, but like somebody caught it on camera, them knowing that it was going to get caught on camera. Like, MJF cut this super face promo praising Tony Khan for creating the alternative to WWE. Yeah. And I'm excited for face slash tweener MJF as champion. It's going to be amazing. MJF as champion is going to be the best. It's going to be the best thing we've seen. I, I don't know. Cause Roman's also really good. And so it's, it's hard to say it's the best thing we've seen in a really long time. Cause Roman's also absolutely crushing it. So but like Roman running WWE and MJF running AEW, like we're we're gonna be in and due for some excellent storytelling and wrestling here in the coming months. Yeah, I I, I think so. Like obviously AEW is not at its strongest right now, so I I can't say for yeah. sure. But yeah, I I think you're right. I mean the the elite coming back will help, yeah. and ideally. Death Triangle wins, despite my prediction. Um, I mean, hopefully, I mean, I feel, I think we've picked a couple things differently. I think you picked Nyla Rose and Powerhouse Hobbs, so I could still beat you. And we still have props left, Joe. Yeah, I forgot about so, props. Yeah, then we still have that. Well, let's go with let's go with an easy one, Joe. I'll introduce the next one. Let's go with Blood, Joe. Who do you have to bleed, and why is it John Moxley? <laughs> That's an easy pick. It's a uh, real easy pick there. There's like only one match that's a stipulation match. It's a steel cage match. And I don't want to pick someone from that match, honestly. I wouldn't pick Luchasaurus. He wears a mask. I wouldn't pick Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy. Because I don't know if I've ever seen Jungle Boy bleed. Um, So with that being said, yeah, I mean, it's got to fucking be Jon Moxley. I also picked John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, like obviously it's fucking John Moxley. John Moxley bleeds all the time. The only thing that I'm going to be really upset about is if if someone else in the predictions contest doesn't pick John Moxley and they pick like MGF 
because I think one of them will bleed, but I don't think both of them will bleed. I think I MJF think more, could definitely more, bleed in this match. I think more likely it'll be John Moxley because he always bleeds. He's a bleeder. Yeah, he loves. I don't bleeding. know. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. So there's that. Yeah, there is that. Anyway, uh, so we both got John Moxley for blood, but we one thing we haven't talked about is uh. Who on the card won't make an appearance or will make an appearance? Sorry. Who not on the card, Joe? Who not on the card will make an appearance? So I'll tell you who I have right now. This person's not on the card. There's a lot of people not on the card. Uh, I think there's a chance that a lot of people do show up on the card between now and when the pay-per-view airs. Um, This show will be coming out on Saturday at some point uh, before Full Gear. So if somebody wants to listen before the show, they can hear our predictions, but there's a chance they change because of the Wikipedia page changing. But as of right now, I am going to pick someone who has two opportunities to show up on the show, and that is Mr. William Regal. Yeah, Regal's Regal's going to show up. For sure. A lot of I saw something I saw a prediction today that said William Regal is actually in cahoots with MJF. Whoa. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with kind of a kind of a pick that really like you went with a safe pick. I'm gonna go with a not safe pick. So okay. I love it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Cause my pick I might have to go with a not safe pick if uh Regal gets added to the card. So let's he, hear it. He Joe. won't. AEW doesn't do that. I'm gonna go with Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. That's my not safe Whoa. pick. Okay, Joseph. Again, I don't like know. It. I don't know why she's missing. She might be injured, like long term injured. There's also three women's matches. That's three matches she could show up at. Doubtful it'll be for the te- for the host championship match. The only match um, it makes sense for her to show up at is the Tony Storm Jamie Hader match. Yes, but she could somehow for some reason show up at the Soraya Britt Baker match. But yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. So I do. Th- that Tony Storm and uh, Jamie Hayter will be before the Soraya Britt Baker match, though. So, okay, you never know. I- I'm saying it. I I'm probably wrong, but I'm saying it because I haven't won the title in a long time, and therefore nothing else matters. Because in the end, it doesn't even matter. I'm I'm like. <laughs> uh, like you went for that song um but there's literally a song by metallica called nothing else matters <laughs> yeah i just don't i didn't want to do that voice it's not that hard a voice and you didn't do, do it the, then you didn't do the lincoln park voice because well, nothing else matters <laughs> <laughs> never care what you say I just wanted you to do it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do end time. Uh let's 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 each say them at the same time. Wait, wait. First, first talk about when it starts. It starts at eight. The official card starts at eight. Yeah. Okay. And there's ten matches. Okay. All right, I'll say mine and you say yours right after. Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one, eleven fifty-eight. Eleven oh five. Whoa, that's a really big difference. 
Eleven oh five, Joe. There's only there's only ten matches right now. Yeah, there's usually ten matches on the main card. There's usually like three or there's usually three or four pre-show matches. I think I'm justifying it right now because I went with WWE timing. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to justify it. Hmm. We will see, Joseph. You might not need it. You might not need the tiebreaker with your death triangle pick. I not feel only my like death a... triangle pick, but my Thunder Rosa pick. And your Nyla Rose pick. Yeah. And your Powerhouse Hobbs pick, Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got some, yeah. you've got, and your Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson pick. I said Daniel Bryanson, damn it. You said, yeah. And your Brian Danielson pick. I forgot about that one. A lot of, a lot of differences here. Yeah. I, uh, I, I picked, I picked with the heart. Not with the head. Not with the head. Hmm. We'll see what happens, Joe. Well, we, we will see what happens. After full gear, um, we're going to close out, though. No show next week. The next time you hear from us will be when we do beer ratings from Survivor Series and full gear with a re- re- weekly recap two weeks from now. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GDT Pod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road.